0: Welcome back, friends, The Hope is a Prayer Away. I am your host, Pastor JJ. And in today's Bible study, we're going to be looking at suicide prevention. And we're going to be exploring all of the recommendations that our friends at the Cleveland Clinic um, have to say uh, on this subject. And uh, we're going to delve into it and see if we can help anyone. Uh, not commit suicide because friends there's hope out there amen so we start off by recognizing uh what the cleveland clinic says recognizing suicidal behavior and in many cases suicide can be prevented we have to learn the risk factors and warning signs which include depression change in personality self-harm behavior, recent life crisis, and conversations about wanting to die. And if a family member or friend talks about suicide, take them seriously. Don't think that they're joking around. The, the Cleveland Clinic says, take them seriously. And listen without judgment and encourage them to seek professional help. And if need be, maybe you can help them find a medical professional in their, in, in their area, make an appointment for them, tell them that you're going to be there for them and be a good friend or a good family member and go with the person. Sometimes, you know, we're all scared to go to doctors and, and it helps when we have somebody that will go with us uh, for support. They also say to listen without judgment and encourage them to seek professional help. Now, let us define what is suicide. Suicide is death caused by self-inflicted injury with the intent to die. We find that suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. One person dies by suicide every 11 minutes. It is the second leading cause of death among people ages 10 to 34. It's the fourth leading cause of death among people ages 34 to 54. And it is the fifth leading cause of death among people ages 45 to 54. Now, what groups of people have a higher rate of suicide? They include the American Indian... Alaska native and non-hispanic white people veterans rural de- rural dwellers people who live in rural communities young people who are lesbian gay bisexual and transgender and now what are some of the common signs that are common warning signs that we should be looking for among people that commit suicide. Some of the more common warning signs that a person may be thinking of ending their life include being sad or moody. The person has a long-lasting sadness and mood swings. Depression is a major, major risk factor for suicide. Sudden calmness, the person suddenly becomes calm after a period of depression or moodiness. Withdrawing from others, the person chooses to be alone and avoids friends or social activities. They also lose interest and pleasure in activities they previously enjoyed. We also find that there are changes in personality appearance and sleep patterns. The person's attitude or behavior changes, such as speaking or moving with unusual speed or slowness. Also, they suddenly become less concerned about their personal appearance. They sleep much more or much less than typical for that person. Now, some of the showing dangers of self-harm behavior may include the person engages in potentially dangerous behavior, such as driving recklessly, having unsafe sex, or increase in their use of drugs and or alcohol. Also, a warning sign can be experiencing recent trauma or life crisis. Examples of a crisis include the death of a loved one or a pet, Divorce or breakup of a relationship, diagnosis of a major illness, loss of a job, or serious financial problems. Being in a state of deep despair, the person talks about feeling hopeless, having no reason to live, being a burden to others, feeling trapped or being in severe emotional pain. If the person starts making preparations, the person begins to put their personal business in order. This might include visiting friends and family members, giving away personal possessions, making a will, and cleaning up their room or home. Often the person will search online for ways to die or buy a gun, and some people will write a note before attempting suicide. Threatening suicide or talking about wanting to die. Not everyone who is considering suicide will say so. And not everyone who threatens suicide will follow through with it. However, every threat of suicide should be taken seriously. Now, what are the situations, risk factors that could lead someone to consider suicide? Although you may not know what might cause a friend or a loved one to commit suicide or to attempt suicide, there are at least some common characteristics that we can be aware of. Known factors that increase an individual's risk of suicide include has attempted suicide in the past, has a mental health condition such as depression and mood disorders, schizophrenia, anxiety disorders, has long-term pain or a disabling or terminal illness, expresses feelings of hopelessness, has money or legal problems, has violent or impulsive behaviors, has alcohol or other substance abuse problems, has easy access to self-harm methods, such as firearms or medications. There's also relationship factors to be considered. Has a history of physical, emotional, or sexual abuse, or neglect or bullying. Has lost relationships through breakup, divorce, or death. Has a family history of death by suicide. Is socially isolated, lacks support. Community, cultural, and societal factors, is ashamed to ask for help, especially help for mental health conditions, lacks access to health care services, especially mentally, mental health and substance abuse treatment, holds cultural or religious belief that suicide is a noble option to resolving a personal dilemma, has become aware of an increased number of of local studies or an increase in media coverage of deaths by suicide. Can suicide be prevented? In many cases, suicide can be prevented. The The best way you can help prevent suicide is to learn the risk factors for suicide as we've covered in this episode. Be alert to the signs of depression and other mental health conditions. Recognize the suicide warnings that we've covered in here. Provide caring support. Remember that I said earlier? Maybe the person just is scared to go to a doctor by themselves. Maybe you can take the initiative and find help to help the person find a, a mental health care professional. And maybe you can even take the initiative of making an appointment and telling the person, hey, I'm going with you, I'm going to be there for you, and there's no shame in seeking help. Ask directly if the person has considered hurting themselves. People who receive support from caring friends and family and who have access to mental health services are less likely to act on their suicidal impulses than those who are isolated from support. Now, what should I do if someone I know is talking about suicide? If your friend or loved one is not in immediate danger, but is talking about suicide and is showing risk factors for harming themselves, take them seriously. If you can, remove any objects that can be used in a suicide attempt encourage them to call or call with them support services such as the national suicide prevention lifeline and their number is 1-800-273-8255 let me say that again please encourage them to call or call together Support services such as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. And the conversations are with skilled, trained counselors and are free and confidential and available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And if the friend or loved one appears to be extremely distressed, don't leave the person alone. Try to keep the person calm as possible and get immediate help. Call 911 or take the person to an emergency room, but do not leave them alone. And this is a note from the Cleveland Clinic. If someone you know is exhibiting warning signs of suicide, Don't be afraid to ask if he or she is depressed or thinking about suicide. They also say to listen without judging. In some cases, your friend or family member just needs to know that you care and that you're willing to hear them talk about how they are feeling. Again, encourage them to seek professional help. And if you have suicidal thoughts... Know that you're not alone. Also know that help is available 24-7. Call your health care provider, go to the emergency room, call 911, or call, again, the National Sui- Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and it's 1-800-273-TALK. one 800 273 Talk. Now, these hopeless thoughts have an origin. And let's see what the Bible says about this. And in 1 Peter 5 8, and I'm reading all of these verses out of the NIV version, starting at verse 8, it says, Be alert and of a sober mind. This is the Lord speaking now. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Revelation twelve nine, The great dragon was hurled down, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to earth and his angels with him. So, as you're going through these tough times, understand that Satan is involved and he's trying to create the impossible situation where you will never be able to get out, that there's no hope for you, that Jesus doesn't love you. And that's not the truth, my friend, because now let us see what the Lord Christ Jesus says to you this day. Let's start off by looking at Luke 12 and verse seven. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered don't be afraid you are worth more than many sparrows friends when he created you he even numbered the number of follicles that you have in your head does that seem like a caring person does that seem like a caring creator Does that seem like somebody that loves you and that knows everything about you? I think so. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And let me take a second here. I know that sometimes... People have gone to churches and erroneously, people in the church, pastors and whoever else, have told them, well, you're going to hell because you have this lifestyle, you have that lifestyle, or you have this sin, you have that sin. Well, friends, right here, it shows that that is wrong. John 3:16 again says for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever that includes you and me and whoever else believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and friends i don't have the power to send myself anywhere much less you or anybody else. And nobody on the face of this planet has the power to be able to send you anywhere. No pastor, no church, nobody. And if you accept Jesus, you will not perish and you will have eternal life. And you might be listening to this and you might be in a hospital and you might be dealing with a terminal disease. Friend, let me remind you something. Do you remember the two thieves on the cross that were crucified with Jesus? You remember that one of the thieves mocked the Lord and the other repented and he said to the Lord, remember me today when you were in paradise. And what did Jesus say to that one? He says, Friend, surely today you will be with me in paradise. And I don't care whatever sin you've committed in your life. Let me remind you that Moses, the lawgiver, he killed an Egyptian. And he buried him in the sands of Egypt. And when it was found out, he had to flee to Midian. Also, we find that David had an affair with Bathsheba. And he had her husband killed. And God forgave him. So, if you are in a hospital. And you are facing an uphill battle know that Jesus is ready to forgive you and friend if today is the day that God calls you home as long as you accept him before you close your eyes he tells you this day like he told the thief on the cross that you will be with him in paradise and you will have eternal life with him so, we'll get to how do you get there in just a couple of verses. Matthew eleven twenty nine, and Jesus says to you, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Oh, man, isn't that beautiful? John 14 6 of the NIV and Jesus answered and he said I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me amen and I want you to remember my friends that he is the possible in impossible situations. And like I said before, I don't know where you are in life right now. And like I said, even if you're in a hospital and you're fighting for, for your health, I want you to know that Jesus is, is extending his hand to you. And I want you to think about this for a second. How many times have you extended your hand out to someone that you wanted to greet? And they they walk right on by and they pay you no mind. Friend, how many years, months and days have Christ been extending his hand out to you? But for whatever reason, you didn't grab his hand. It's okay. He's not ready to punish you. He's not going to punish you for that. On the contrary, he wants to give you eternal life. He wants to forgive all of your sins. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you would like to accept Jesus today and take his hand as your Lord and Savior, please follow along. Lord Jesus, I come before your throne. I ask for forgiveness of all of my sins. This day, Father, I take your hand. I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for the sacrifice that you made for me on Calvary. Father, from this day forward, I want to have eternal life with you in heaven with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Please, Father, hold my hand. Help me, Father. Help me in this hopeless situation that I feel that I'm in. Talk to me, Father. Comfort me, Lord. Love me, Jesus. Protect me, Father. Give me courage and faith. And never ever leave my sign. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. And, friends, If you said that prayer, I do believe that you are born again. I encourage you to find a Bible that you can read. To go to your weekly Bible studies. To go to your Sunday school Bible studies. To go to your sermons. Take copious notes of all the information that you learned that week. And before you open the Bible, I would encourage you to pray. Ask the Lord to give you understand, to open your understanding, to help you remember the information that you're going to be studying. And remember, friends, you first apply that to yourself, and then you can apply it to someone else. Remember, we're no better than anybody else. We all fall short of the glory of the Lord. Amen. And I start with myself. Not with you. Friends, I close every podcast in honor of the best phrase I've ever heard from any pastor. And his name was the Reverend John H. Osteen. And he would close out all of his TV sermons with this phrase. Keep Jesus first place in your life. And he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Amen. Friends, thank you for your time and the privilege of being able to share Christ with you. And I will look forward to talking with you tomorrow on our podcast. May his blessings be upon you and yours today and always. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you.